Hello, hello, hello. My name is Lisa Janning, and I'm here with Izzy Martinez, my co-admin for San Diego Planner Addicts. It's time to pour yourself a glass of wine. Pull out your favorite planner, or four, because this is Washi, Wine, and Repeat. Hi, Izzy. Hey, Lisa. How's it going? It is, it is great. It's a great day today. Fabulous. Yes. On this fabulous, way too hot Cinco de Mayo. It's an awesome day. I'm at it's home. It's so hot. I had the fan going. I was watching anime. Okay, I have a fan going. I actually think I need to turn it off because I think I remember it being loud. Excuse me, Lola. Excuse me. Oh, here. I got you. I got you. Okay. Never mind then, Lola. Sorry. I just kicked you off my lap for no reason. You, you can hang out there. You can wander, you know, investigate. What did she do? For, what did she do? Watch out for those intruders. Fry lady will protect you. No, I thought you were betrayed, Lola, because probably didn't bring you any French fries. <laughs> Today is a, gr- a great day. Yes, it's Cinco de Mayo, but... What? What did I say? You said grunt day. Oh. <laughs> great day. Um, not only is it Cinco de Mayo, we were going to chat up about our most recent meetup today. Yeah, where you guys held a class. Yup, with... Uh, Shira from Love Shira. Say hi, Shira. Hey. Woo. <laughs> um, yeah, it, at least I didn't go, so no. she had, like... You seem to keep missing meetups. Well, you had family family engagements. You do you good? Like, it's all good? No worries? Yeah, I left... I moved away from my family for three hours, and still, all of my damn weekends... <laughs> End up, end up over there. Uh, <laughs> like either I'm working or I'm at my parents' house, and it's the worst. Boo. Either way, it was. Oh, it's don't. No worries. Don't trip chocolate chip. Yep. I want to say mm. I had a I had a great time. Definitely, uh, kind of like put it into perspective again the whole I need to practice I need to practice I need to practice Mm -hmm. so every time I ride on a dry erase board at work I practice literally and I I hold my pen a certain way so everybody looks at me weird when I'm holding my marker that way (laughs) and the the OTs will all of a sudden come up to me and they're like you're holding your marker wrong and I'm like no I'm not (laughs) it depends on your intent (laughs) So, um, we wanted to get your perspective and how you felt about the meetup and how it went and, like, any preparation that you you did to get, get to that point since it was your first instruction, right? Yeah, it was the first time I've ever taught hand lettering to people. That's exciting. I don't know, no, I don't know if I've ever taught it to animals or anything, but to people. <laughs> yes. You know, Lola's going to be our next, like... yeah. We're, we're teaching Lola a class on uh, hand lettering, yes. Paw lettering. Paw, ah, yes. Paw yes. lettering. Because we need to be inclusive. Yes. Yeah. yes. She's just growled at us. I don't think she wants to learn how to paw you, letter. You will learn, and you will like it, and you will get all the french fries in the world. Oh. <laughs> she, she's like, promise? She, she, she agreed. She agreed. She's down. Yeah, so that was the first time I've ever instructed, um, so it was super cool. And... I love rosé. So, <laughs> right away, you saw just handed Shira a drink. It's just Angry Orchard. Angry rose. Orchard. Yeah, it's it was their exclusive. Sorry, I interrupted your. No, thought. yeah, for sure. Um, I it, didn't know they made these. It was it was made for their Valentine Valentine's Day like 
thing. Really? Yeah, that's why it was pink. I feel like I saw those ads after Valentine's Day. Like, I, I, I think the first time I saw the ad was after Valentine's Day. I saw them maybe, like, <laughs> two weeks prior to Valentine's Day, and then because they didn't sell out of them, they're uh. like, we, we need to sell them. It was a little a limited <laughs> run. So. They didn't sell? Because I feel like rosé is, like, the the main drink of all the... The it's basic still... brunchers. <laughs> basic brunch. <laughs> it's still in stock on some online stores. Yeah, some some places have it like well well within stock. Some places mm-hmm. sold out of them. Gotcha. Um, but it's <clears throat> it's yummy nummies. I will share this with you as we talk about your meetup. Cool. Yeah, sure. Do you guys need bottle openers? Yes, ma'am. Oh yeah, I was about to twist it off, and then I read it said use bottle opener. Yeah, don't don't, 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 your don't do, do what I just did. Don't I, ruin my hand lettering hands. Yeah, you, we need your we need your precious hands to continue teaching. Right. You have to teach Lola. Yes. Uh, so I believe this this I know I got this at Ralph's for oh, I think it was like sixteen bucks. It was a six pack. That feels like that's a lot. Uh, for Angry Orchard, yes. Yes, but it was because it's the it's limited. the limited edition, and that was with tax and the bottling thingamajig, the, the you know, CRV or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, but I th- I can't remember how much it retailed. Either way, um, grocery store, Angry Orchard, hard cider, rosé. It's five point five alcohol per volume, twelve ounces. It's gluten free. Ooh. I think cider usually is, isn't it? Yes. Uh, it's made with apples. Yes. And not wheat. It uh, is really, really yummy. I I prefer like a like a crisp apple personally when I drink a cider. Um, but a, a friend of mine recommended the rosé, and I've been wanting to try it since. And when I got it, I had a tough day, and I I needed to drink it. <laughs> So, you know those days where you, you, you want to protect your job so you don't punch your coworker? Uh-huh. Yeah. That, that's me all the time. Coworker or non-customers? Non-customers, like, Yeah. I here, you can't struggle here. Yes, I know. It's like, Mom, please help. So, you were, you were saying... About your meetup? It's actually a lot tougher. Kind of. I almost got it. Nope. We're struggling with opening <laughs> our bottles. <laughs> oh, there it is. Cool. Thank you. I did it. Anyways, it was fun. It was definitely fun. I think, um, what were we talking about? Like, any preparations I did yeah. prior? Um, if you guys follow me on Instagram, which they'll probably link everything yeah. somewhere in yeah. the transcripts. Um, I was actually out of town literally days before the meetup. And I, I chose to do this to myself. I picked the date and I was like, yeah, I'll do it right after I come back from New York City. Yeah. So I had to prep for the class. I had to prep for the class like way in advance. Um, 
I think, like, when we were first toying with the idea of possibly teaching a hand lettering class, mm-hmm. Izzy is still struggling to open her bottle, yeah. by the way. So it's I could not do it. just me. I could do it. I could do it. I could do it's it. It's the bottles, I think. No, I, it's It's her. also the... How dare you? It's, that bottle opener, I've never had issues with it. It's a bottle opener because I was able I think to it's a combination of both. It's How situational. It's the suspense. It's building suspense. It's, gonna, it's like this... this it's gonna be worth it. It's gonna be worth it. <laughs> Izzy is like laughing, crying right now. Like it's it's pretty funny. At like she's prone to do. She hap- that happens quite often. Here. I want to drink this so bad. <laughs> she's like actually laughing, crying, guys. She's like turning red. Come on, why won't you open? <laughs> there we go. Persistence is key. Literally, it's a key, too. The (laughs) bottle opener basically is a key. You were saying you were preparing prior to your trip. Cheers. Cheers to your chamango. That looks delicious, by the way. Mm -hmm. I had to prep um, a week or so in advance of the class. Um, When Lisa and I were toying with the idea of having the class itself... I'd actually thought about, like, what I would teach that would be different from other instructors because Mm -hmm. I feel like everyone teaches the same thing, Mm -hmm. and I don't know if it's worth, like, paying someone to teach Mm -hmm. you exactly the same thing you've heard from someone else. So I tried to, like, really think of, like, what I learned over time as I've been hand lettering. Mm -hmm. I've been hand lettering, like, within the context of the planner community probably for, like, the last two to three years. Mm -hmm. So I've definitely learned a lot in the process, and I've learned to love my own hand lettering over time, and... I think it shows because other people love it too. And yeah. I think that was the main point it. of like I keep my class. Hand. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you guys are some of my top customers. <laughs> I need to make a new order. Like, oh, we got to wait until she opens and by, probably oh, yeah. by then. By she, the time this episode's up, she you should be open again. Yes, I'm reopening in a few days. Yeah. Yeah. She'll yeah. be up a couple days after you reopen. Um, what else did I do to prep? I think I really had to decide on what pen I wanted to have people use as a good starter pen. And it was one that I used myself as I was starting out. So it was definitely a little bit... It wasn't that hard to prep, actually. I think just considering that it's something that I love to do and I wanted to really express to people, like, you know, the secrets that I found to, like, really developing your own hand lettering. Mm-hmm. So. And I loved every part of it. I think my biggest God. my biggest frustration was probably the, the faux calligraphy was probably my hardest part. Mm-hmm. Um... Because again, even though I'm I'm trying to embrace my own handwriting, um, when it comes to the faux calligraphy, I find it I'm like okay, how is it supposed to look? I don't have that mental image of how it's right. supposed to look. So then I start thinking about I start overthinking basically, mm-hmm. and I start realizing that oh wait no it's not supposed to look like that now it looks ugly then I start self-deprecating and it's it's a whole issue so then I stop and then I and I don't want to pick it up and it'll be like a few days before I start practicing again so um that's probably my hardest part but I like the approach you showed it it it's doesn't matter what other people like you don't you didn't have a stencil of what we should copy. It's it's our own, and we have to embrace what we already have, and then just go from there. Yeah, because then really, like, hand lettering, it shouldn't be uncomfortable 
to you. Mm-hmm. Like, it's literally just your own writing. Yeah. And it's just enhanced by, like, whatever pen you're using or whatever style you're using. It shouldn't be difficult, really. Right. So, I'll have to give Lisa a little private class at some point so she can Me. catch up to whatever yeah. we're talking about. I'm just like, hmm, I want to do that. <laughs> Or I'm just looking at my uh, my washi tape, and I'm like, oh, that's pretty. <laughs> yeah, but the main premise of the class is that, like, the, the little sheets I gave, you didn't really have a lot of, like, ghost images of, like, what mm-hmm. your handwriting should look like or your hand lettering, and it was just more of, like, what does yours look like, and let's figure out how to make it better. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think you definitely feel better about yourself that way. Yeah. I think when I was starting out, it was so easy to look at other people's, and they just keep telling me, you just need to practice. And mm-hmm. I just wanted to to rip all the pages out of my Sweet. sketchbook. Yeah, because then you don't you don't want to keep re- repeat looking at what where you started, even though it's a great thing to look mm-hmm. back on. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was mentioning in the class as well that I recently found, like, my really old sketchbooks uh-huh. when I was starting out to hand letter, um, like, three years ago, basically. I had actually gotten rid of them very recently because <laughs> I move very often, <laughs> as we've just talked about. Yeah, you texted me, and we're like, are you still living at the same place? Am I the only one that moves all the time? Mm. I'm literally the only person that moves all the time out of all of us, though. Well, I've been here at this apartment for four and a half years. I've yeah. been in my apartment since 2011. So yeah, like six years. Yeah. yeah. Eight, seven years. Sorry, seven I can't years. do math right now. I've been at my apartment since last December. Woo! <laughs> 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 Woohoo, you made it. You made it, what, six months? Yeah, no, four months? Almost. Yeah, it's about end six of months. End of the month will be six months. There mm-hmm. you go. But yeah, so I recently got rid of them, but it was really interesting to see like where I started because right. I don't remember ever being there. Right. I think, like, the very beginning, I was just really frustrated at first. And then at some point, I think I found my rhythm. And then I forgot that I ever sucked. Oh. So, that's good, though. Yeah. You got that confidence in yourself. I think that was the biggest premise of the class. It's, like, you really have to develop your own. Because the more you look at other people's, like, you're not going to get better. It's never going to look like that. So. Uh-oh. And it's qu- funny enough. There's there's a page where you said, don't, uh, don't compare yourselves. Don't compare yourself. To others, comparison is the thief of joy or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, when I was flipping the page, the the crease on the paper covered up perfectly the word don't. Just to <laughs> compare yourself to others. And I, and I, and I was like, because Emily was sitting right next to me and I showed Emily this. I'm like, is that supposed to say what it's supposed to say? But when she, she read it, she saw the don't. And uh. she's like, yeah, it says don't compare yourself to others. I'm like, wait, oh. <laughs> oh, because it was stapled. Yeah, the yeah. way it was stapled. And I That's was like, funny. okay, it makes sense. I, I get you now. <laughs> Even though you were talking about not comparing yourself. It, <laughs> <laughs> In one year, out the other. I was, it was on the paper. That's how I said it, saw it. It's not like I was saying it. It or, just happened that yeah. way. I'm just going to be shady to you. It's okay. This happens okay. often. Mm-hmm. I see that. <laughs> Be being shady. I do that sometimes. Sometimes. I try not to be that shady. I think we all are shady in some ways. Yeah. I think that's why we're all friends, too. Yeah. Yeah. We we are shady <clears throat> together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the... Well, though, even then saying, I feel like people who say they're not shady... 
They're don't lying. Acknowledge, don't understand that what they're doing is being shady. Yes. Yeah. Because, like, I could definitely... I, I definitely know I am shady, like, mm-hmm. straight up. And mm-hmm. the way I do it is passive-aggressively. Mm-hmm. And... And when it finally comes out, I'm viewed as, like, this total bitch. And they're like, Izzy, we never thought this was you. And and I'm like, it's just, it's low-key me. Mm -hmm. Like, you you don't see it because you're usually not on the receiving end of it. (laughs) That's why. And if you're on the receiving end of it, you need to recheck and reevaluate what you're doing. Check yourself. (laughs) Or you wreck yourself. Pretty much. Pretty much. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I liked the fact that you went with the Tombos because I, I mean, granted, every every letterer mm-hmm. teaches it differently, right? And I, I've seen people use like full on calligraphy pen, like the like the brush calligraphy things, uh-huh. and then I've seen like the calligraphy pens, like the pointed pen the one the the one where you dip the yeah. ink and, and make sure like that and like it the the little thing blades open mm-hmm. up and what have you and then um crayola markers and then the tombos and just again just seeing the variation from seeing different hand letters do it the i know i took a class at paper source mm-hmm. and they had they had like calligraphy brush markers Mm -hmm. that we could use and like the um, the uniball signal pins Mm -hmm. and and a micron pen or like a a very fine point one Mm -hmm. and again I'm like overwhelmed looking at all these pens and I'm like you want me to do what now but (laughs) I think in their case they sell all those pens there no, and I that I get like I understand because they're using it as an excuse to show you their product Mm mm-hmm like, you're going in, you're paying, like, what? I think it was, like, 20 bucks that I mm-hmm. paid so to be able to take their hand lettering class. And, of course, it's the same It's the same thing, different different instructor. Well, it's a variation. They showed me, like, the way that they do their font and the way that they hold their pen and the, they, the way that they move their strokes and then they gave us like cardstock and different types of pins and have us practice with those it's different like, go crazy here's your pens do this thing figure it out <laughs> pretty much well no no f- figure it out using our font basically mm-hmm. where or figure out how to do this yes mm-hmm. and yes we'll be here with you walking you through it it just but you figure it out and I'm like yeah, I think that's why a lot of people get intimidated by hand lettering and just give mm-hmm. up altogether because I think the assumption is that it's supposed to look a certain way. Right. One of the biggest reasons I didn't choose, like, pointed pen, which is the ones with the dip, like right. the traditional ones, because mm-hmm. that's a type of calligraphy that's supposed to look a certain way. Yeah. Like, it looks a specific way, right? It's very fancy and elegant, and, like, that's how original calligraphers, like, wrote. Mm-hmm. And that's why I titled my class Modern Hand Lettering. hmm because it's like, well, this is what people are doing now. It's just enhancing your own handwriting to make it look more presentable, really. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. So, but yeah. I've definitely been there. I've definitely been in a class when I've gotten frustrated because I'm just literally tracing over, like, a ghost word or something. Like, something, like, grayed out that I just have to follow. And mm-hmm. then when I try to imitate it right next to it, it doesn't look the same. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Because then your, mm-hmm. your muscle memory just doesn't 
follow the same thing. Right, right, right. You know, so then as much as, like, your eyes can try to, or you're looking at it and your hand is trying to mimic it, it's never going to look the same. Of course. So I've definitely realized that that's the approach that I really wanted to take with this class, that I want to really empower the people in the class to, like, want to practice. And I definitely felt that way. Um, I've been practicing more. And in, in practicing at work, it it has transcribed into my planner. So I opened my planner last last week, and my coworker says, "You have really nice writing," <laughs> and I'm like, "Where?" <laughs> yeah. And she and she's like, "No, is it the pen you're using? Is it?" And I'm like, "I, I don't know. Maybe like right. It it's just me just writing. But again, it's me practicing in the different mm-hmm. way I'm writing and and how you adapt to it. Right, right, right. Um. She, I think she saw my monthly spread, and she really liked it. And coincidentally enough, I was using a very thin nibbed pen. Uh-huh. And in in writing with a very thin nibbed pen. And I think it's funny because at the table I was sitting during the class, I could hear them all frustrated when you told them to go slow. <laughs> <laughs> they were all like, I can't, no. <laughs> They're like where's the whiteout kind of a thing yeah um but when i'm writing in my monthly view i'm usually writing slow Uh already and so what's the difference here like there's no difference here and so when i finally finally came oh right she's looking at my writing i'm writing slow i'm writing with a smaller nib to make it clear makes sense mm-hmm. she's uh, she's seen that it's clearer penmanship it's mm-hmm. nicer form it has uniformity again what hand lettering is mm-hmm. i think like the whole going slow situation is something everyone struggles with myself included right like i've been there when i'm trying to design stickers on my ipad and um, my ipad is like my preferred way of like practicing just because i've gotten so used to it and whatnot right and sometimes i go really fast then I look back and try to, like, make it into stickers, and I'm like, that looks like shit. <laughs> and I have to redo it, and it yeah. wastes your time. Like, really, like, the slower you go, but, like, obviously, like, I think we were trying to figure out, like, there's slow and there's, like, too slow for you to be comfortable with it. Right. So, like, finding your balance was definitely one thing that was really important to, like, express in that class. So I think, like, hearing the words go slow is super annoying. Like, I've been there where it's, like... I don't want to go slow. But then it's like, it's it's the it's the image that they show on social media. You know, like a lot of handlers, when you see them, they speed up their videos. So it's like you just assume, yeah, they just do it in five seconds and it looks great. But it you doesn't. Know, it never occurred to me. Yeah. It never occurred to me that they would be um, making their videos faster. Yeah, it's probably at like four times the speed or so. That too, because Instagram, depending on how, where they're posting it, whether it's their stories or their their feed it has like a time limitation Limit. mm-hmm. limitation so you have to like you have to speed it up in order like it depending if you're like writing this whole fucking long ass quote mm-hmm. you're gonna need to speed that motherfucker up so mm-hmm. that you could fit the whole thing in there mm-hmm. you know so that and that's very misleading like so misleading for a lot of people that follow or follow letterers specifically so yeah yeah, but 
again, the grunts around. <laughs> a grunt, the grunts that were happening at my table and the, the tables to the perimeter of me were pretty funny. It was yeah. pretty funny because when I was walking around, like, I could tell people were low-key hating me a little bit. They're just like, <laughs> why are you making me do this again? But really, like, the main point of it was compare it to what you did previously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you realize just how much better it is when you actually slow down. Mm-hmm. When you're actually actively thinking about it. Yeah, I think, like, one of the biggest things that people were pointing out was when they were writing, they're like, I forgot how to write this letter or mm-hmm. whatever and blah, blah, blah. And I think, like... It's because when you're hand lettering, it is like handwriting, but you're just a bit more hyper aware of how letters are looking. And I think when you're aware like that, it's so weird to like write, Mm -hmm. especially when you're not used to it. Because then you tend to forget like, what is this letter supposed to look like? What am I supposed to be doing here? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I know I got like the first page. I didn't remember how to draw the cursive Q. No one does. But I remember it's, it's like this. I, I remembered the yeah. You're like doing it in the air, and we have no idea what it actually. <laughs> well, looks it, like. it's, no, it, yeah. it looks like a P, but instead of or like a G, but instead of curving to the Inwards, left yeah. up, you curve outwards. Yeah. No, that's the lowercase. Oh, I'm talking about the uppercase. It's a two. Yeah, it's like a it's two. like a curly cued two. Yeah. And and I I was able to do that for the second page when I was going slow because I was thinking right. about it. As opposed to the first page where I you wasn't know, the, thinking the about it. The few times I do practice my hand lettering, I don't do capital letters. <laughs> I think that's the biggest consensus. I would usually prefer smaller letters too. Yeah. But I think like one of the main things is that the way like school teaches you to do cursive isn't always the best way to do hand lettering. Because mm-hmm. right. sometimes like the upstrokes and downstrokes look weird in some of them. Right. But I feel like if that's not a letter you're comfortable with like writing that way, like just just don't do it that way. Yeah, do it like it's kind of like the whole concept of like I just use small letters. Yeah, just use small letters yeah. then. Like I don't see the reason why. You have to keep doing it. Like literally, just because the, someone told you to right. twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and literally like the. The text that I had in that page was like, just write the alphabet. I never told anyone to write big letters and small letters. It was just because you're so used to having to do that. Yeah. But I think some people just skipped out and just did the smaller letters. I'm like, that's okay. I would have done the smaller letters. Mm -hmm. I did both. Yeah? I was being an overachiever. I think it's just being aware of, like, which way you like better, too. Like, if you like doing it with capital and smaller letters, then that's great. But if not, then you realize that by the way you're doing it. It's weird because there's only certain letters that I like capitals and there's certain letters that I like lowercase. Like, in my name, I don't know if you you ever see me write my name. I prefer my first name in all lowercase letters, but in my last name, I, I like the uppercase M. Gotcha. And... Whenever, whenever I write it, um, my, my husband says, your M is really prominent compared to, like, all the other letters. Mm-hmm. And then it's the Z. So, it, you really, you see the M and then the Z. Or, and then the T somewhere in the middle. And I look at his signature, I'm like, I don't, I can't even discern anything yeah, that's in there. Yeah, it's just a long squiggle wing. It's, and I see the F. I see the dot for the I in Martinez, and I see the, the, the line that he uses to cross the T, but I see no T. <laughs> and then I see the Z. And so it's, like, weird. when I'm, like, waving up in the air, like, how he signs, or my version of how he signs, and it's, it's interesting. But, again, him being, being the artist that he is, he's like, I don't, I don't 
follow the social constructs of what what society gives me. I'm gonna make my own. So. Well, I sign full. I sign things that work with a full signature because I like to sign checks and stuff. Right. And people, they're always commenting, "Oh, Lacey, you have such a great signature," and I'm like. I'm under the impression that you need to actually be able to understand what I'm writing here, so I actually actively make it so you can read my name. Right. Because they, they keep a signature for everyone on file to verify against other stuff. Ah. Uh, so, like, if I just squiggle, the squiggle's eventually going to start changing. They're going to, yeah. Yeah. My squiggles change. Yeah. My squiggles change a lot. Which also drives me crazy. People sign their checks and their signature has changed in the past year. And I'm like, yeah, no... Like, go away. I'm not cashing this check for you. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's this is pro- problematic. I know my squiggles change. But, again, practicing. I think when I first got married, I had to practice my husband's last name because I took my husband's last name after getting married. And, granted, I, for, like, I think it was the first six months, I I wrote my maiden name and my husband's last name together mm-hmm. and I said oh no that's that's too long that's way too long I'm not writing it's like my husband's last name is like 13 12 letters already <laughs> and I'm like no let's just shorten this down so again it was just all practice but now that I now that I've gotten the hang of it and and again goes to show practice 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 well my first and last name before was nine letters so i was told by my husband i'm like i have short name syndrome like i have short name envy so <laughs> i'm always like i'm just gonna hyphenate and add seven extra letters to my name it's special. <laughs> my i think it was like my my first name and my last name all together were ten ten characters and then you add in the 12 from my husband's last name. And I was like, uh-uh. Nope. Nope. Don't like it. Mm-mm. If I wanted to go, like, super ghetto, like, I could do, like, my knuckles. Like, have my name on my knuckles. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Lisa could do that, but then she'd have one extra finger. I could draw a smiley face on one. Yeah. There. Well, that's if you don't put your actual last name down. Mm-hmm. Or if you don't hyphenate. I've done that. I haven't done that. We've been married for almost three years. I have not gone around in doing that. Have you really? Uh, my, first time my manager started working with us, he was like, oh, well, um, so you're going to be a notary, he told me. I'm like, I have to go. I'm like, I haven't changed my name legally yet. And he's like, what? He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, I got married like a year and a half ago. I haven't done it yet. And he looks at me. He's like, why haven't you done this yet? I'm like, because I'm always here. <laughs> I'm like, are you going to give me time off to go do it? Because I'll just go do that. But, but no. Three years later. Like, oh, never mind. Still haven't gotten that time off. No. I have a day off coming off, coming up where I have a doctor's appointment in the afternoon. I might go in the morning. There you go. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. The, the earlier you go to Social Security to change your name, the better. Just FYI. Yeah. That's what people have told me. It's... It's just so much easier. Because I went in the afternoon and it was not fun. No. Unless you like to make an appointment. But even then, you're still going to be waiting around with an appointment. Yeah. Yeah, no. It's basically like the DMV, except even worse, because you're not going to go there more often kind of thing. So it's like you dread it more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like the DMV, it's like every so often you know you're going to have to go in. So it's like you're kind of prepared. You kind of remember what it's like. Mm-hmm. You bring Social a book security. And... No, like you just don't remember what it's actually like for a while. Well, I, I I haven't actively had to go to the DMV since I got my license at 19. Well, you're going to have to I'm going to probably have to go my next time, I think next year. 
Yeah. 12 years between appointments or visits? I think, I think so. I think my goal is to just change my name before I have to get a new driver's license next year. Yeah, you got... So you have a year. Yeah, I have a year. It's fine. Uh, but I have a year and a half. N- n- no. Yeah, well, you have to start it before that. Yeah. I just... Because you need you need to have all the documents with you prior to doing Social it. Social security, I think, is the only thing you have to do before the DMV. Yes. And then... But, yeah, they have that back. But then you also have proof of residence. And your resident... I believe you... Fuck. I changed the address on my driver's license. They never asked me for proof of, of residence. I think for the newer ID, it might be a thing. Especially with the, the real the ID. ID. They just changed this year. Yeah, the real ID. It was such a trip when I first saw that at the bank. It looks like, weird, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like basically a child made it and like pasted like your photo <laughs> and like some text on it. Mm-hmm. I've definitely seen it. It looks so much more plain. It doesn't look like a fancy ID like our old California ID. I wonder, I wonder how, how easy that'll be counterfeited. Well, I think there's more safety features on it. Well, that's great. That's because good I to hear. why they changed it again, even though they literally changed it four years ago. Did they really? Yeah. I my I, my ID actually is from one of the newer newer ones. Fudge nuggets, you know. This um, is the newer one, right? No, sh- there's a new new one. No, that's not the new one either. We have the there's same one. New ones. one from this one. There's a new one since that that came out this year. Oh, I don't have it. Oh, like the new, new one. The new, Isn't that the, that's the, the new the, real ID, though. Yeah. 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 So there's the real ID. This is the change prior to the real ID, and then there's yes. the older version. Because that change, the one that you have right now, happened in the past five years. Yes. Yes. This says 2015. Because mm-hmm. once in a while, I'll still get an ID that's about to expire. That's the style before this one. Oh, oh my gosh. <sighs> yeah. Speaking of signatures, you guys can see my signature on there. I think, yeah, the M is, like, one thing that you see right away. Mm-hmm. So, the M and the T, and then the Z is non-existent. Although in my last signature, I, I used to draw a happy face in there. Because it was so easy, because I would have an A, and I would curve the line up to cross the T, and dot the I, and then I put two lines in the, the, the two little... <laughs> it was funny. Whenever I would go sign a contract with people, they're like, is that a smiley face? I'm like, yes. Is that a part of your signature? And I said, yes. If you look at my DMV, it shows. <laughs> my DMV driver's license, it shows my signature that way. And they're like, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's crazy how, one, signatures evolve, how writing evolves, and how, ultimately, at the end, you still have to practice that crap, even, even if it's just for, for looking nice in your planner. Or being able to sign stuff so that your banker doesn't chew you away. You mean so I don't yell at people? Yes. It's more like Lisa doesn't yell at people. (laughs) That's why we all look at you after that statement as well. I think it's implied. Yeah, I don't think my bank, I think my bankers are all too scared to yell at me. (laughs) The only person that yells at me is my manager, and I'm just like, why are you yelling at me for? (laughs) He's like, I don't yell at you. And then the other tellers are all like, you yelled at her last week. And I'm just like, what? They were like, yeah, he was yelling at you. I'm like, I I have no idea what you're talking about. And I kind of go about the rest of my day like, I'm oblivious to what's going on. (laughs) So 
You have a question to ask. I do. I have a random question for both of you guys. Shoot. I'm not ready for this question. <laughs> Neither am I, but like I'm let's take it. It's a little dark. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. So you're on death row. Okay. For stabbing some bitch <laughs> who was being shady. I don't know. She jacked on my la- What's your last meal? Oh, that's easy. Go for it. I would get Tacos. I was gonna say specifically. <laughs> I would specifically get um, lingua tacos because they are my uh, favorite. Yeah. I can't hang with lingua, but I, I know what you mean. For for those who don't understand Spanish, lingua is tongue. Mm-hmm. It is beef tongue, right? Yes, beef mm-hmm. tongue. Yes. So I am weird like that. Lingua is good though. I, I made my husband try lingua tacos once. Didn't tell him what it was. I'm like, eat it. He's like, okay. I'm like, did you like it? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, that's beef tongue. And he's like, oh, okay. I have, my brother traumatized me when I was really young with mm. a beef tongue. My mom was cooking beef tongue for us that day. And she, he calls me into the kitchen because she's like, Mom wants your help. Come, in, come here, come here. So I'm, I'm walking into the kitchen. He holds out the tongue by his mouth and he goes, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I nearly fainted. I fell on my butt. I my mom's like smacking him upside the head for like <laughs> touching the beef tongue. She's like, I'm gonna cook that. What's wrong with you? Uh, I haven't been able to to eat be, be, uh, tongue tacos since. By the way, I just had it like two hours ago. Nice. So if I die today, you're ready. You're happy. Yes. <laughs> that and some anger orchard rosé. There you go. All good. There you go. I. This is, again, ethnic, I, I would say. Um, I grew up uh, eating, and this was a sometimes food, milanesas empanizadas. Oh, my God, yes. Milan, what, it, what it is, it's like flattened beef steak. It's like chicken fried steak. Yes. It's a Mexican version of chicken fried steak, pretty much. But it's beef. Mm-hmm. Which is what chicken fried steak is. Oh, okay, it's, okay. It's beef steak fried like it was fried chicken. Yes. And I had I had to have the the rice and the beans, but the rice uh, had had carrot chunks in it, mm-hmm. and the beans had jal- diced jalapenos. Like, the, the vinegared jalapenos. That's how I make my beans. And and they they were whole beans, but they were like refried, mm-hmm, so they weren't smushed, but they were they were really really good, um, similar to the pollo loco, but again that's just how my mama made them, and that I don't I haven't had that in a long time, and I've gone to like different restaurants to try their milanesa. It's never quite as good. Mm mm mm. And I have tried making it, and I I know I can make it, but it's it's a long process, uh. so I don't usually make it it's not like one of my recurring menu items at home um it's one of those treat yourself meals definitely. yes 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 do you do it with breadcrumbs or do you do it with cornflakes breadcrumbs my mom always made cornflakes um my mom crust mm-hmm. crush up the cornflakes my mom's weird she used italian breadcrumbs <laughs> and she would she would get uh, Italian seasoned breadcrumbs and mix like regular breadcrumbs together, oh. hmm. and and make it that way, and that that definitely gave it a different flavor because I know I had I've gone to a friend's house where she made them with cornflakes on on there and I was like, 
this is different. It's good, but it's different. It's not what I'm used to. <laughs> and, and again, I was trying to make them at home one day. I'm doing it the same style that my mom made. And I almost got close, but I didn't, like, flatten the steak enough. Uh. So it, it took a, a lot longer than I had, had imagined, but, yeah. What about you, Lisa? Probably pizza. Where? From where? It would be, have to either, actually, no, it would have to be Papa John's. Uh-huh. It would have to be cheese pizza with pineapples and jalapeno. Mm-hmm. Mm. I would need a side of breadsticks. I would need, like, four cups of pizza sauce to dip everything in. What kind of pizza sauce? Just the, the regular side pizza okay. sauce I have. Oh, like and the garlic butter thingy? No, just like the tomato pizza sauce. Oh, oh, okay. Like, I didn't know, even know they, they had that. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing, actually. Okay. They give with breadsticks. Oh, okay. Like the marinara the, sauce. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But they call it pizza sauce. Okay, yeah. Huh. Okay. I, didn't, I didn't know But that. I would need, like, four of them, because mm-hmm. I'd go through a lot. Okay. And probably one of their big old brownies. I haven't tried them. That's a death row meal. Now that you say it. Yes. Mm-hmm. As specific as that. What, what was it? I think John Wayne Gacy had a bucket of fried chicken from KFC, a bowl of strawberries, and popcorn trip. What drink to go with your with your, with your your meal? Oh, a ginormous ice-cold Coca-Cola. I would choose a Coke Zero. That mm-hmm. is my drink of choice uh-huh. anywhere. Mine would, Ice-cold as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mine would be... And uh, <laughs> I only find it in like the Mexican food restaurant, uh, uh, grocery stores. Is the bottled the bottled sangria the non alcoholic? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would have to get that like in a big ass fucking cup. The two gallon or like, the the one liter pitcher with ice and yeah, maybe spiked a little bit, but um, definitely with sangria. I cannot have that meal without sangria. Mm-hmm. That was cool. I know. Cool. Coming from your um, local murder podcast junkie. <laughs> Very true. Mm-hmm. We're not surprised. Yeah, I'm not, not surprised at all. <laughs> I'm still trying it to... It wasn't as dark as I expected it to be. It could have been way darker. I don't know. Well, I, I think it's still... I, I mean, I think it's still dark because it's like it's the last meal you'll, you'll ever eat. I think it's just I think it's just the way you framed it. It's like if you were asking like what's the like if you were gonna die today, like what would your last meal be? It's a very different question than you're on death row. Well yeah, I took it on death row because on death row you get your final meal. Because you killed a bitch, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Or seven bitches. I don't know. I'm not gonna judge. (laughs) I like how you guys were looking at me when You could do the opposite (laughs) of um Who's that one serial killer that was really, really, really good looking and um, Zach no Efron's playing him in that new movie? I have no idea. <sighs> Crap, my mind's blanking out. But he's the, um, the one that would put on fake casts and tell college girls asking for help carrying books to his car and then knock them out and throw them in his trunk and then like go kill him by the lake. Wow. Ted Bundy. Oh, that one. Yeah. I had to study him in one of my classes. Yeah. Very interesting guy. Zach Efron's going to be in the movie. I'm excited. You're, you're, okay. Totally understand mm-hmm. your love of, of 
Serial killers. Yeah, I was going to say murderers, but... Serial killers. Serial killers. Two different things, by the way. Yeah, because I could be a murderer just by killing one person. Serial killer requires multiple and, like, a... A a, a common denominator. Right. Wow. Mm -hmm. Like, we need to change the topic or else I'm going to talk about serial killers. What's your favorite planner item of the week? (laughs) (laughs) On a lighter note. Right? Let's bring it back. (laughs) Here I am also re-googling Ted Bundy just to look into it. But I've definitely had to... Well, that, that's also, the, the joke is that Ted Bundy ruined it for the nice guys who are actually injured, where you actually see the guy with the actual cast hobbler on the stack of books, and no one will go near him to offer help because Ted Bundy fucked it up for everyone else. It's always, there's always one person that ruins yeah. it for everyone. Totally. Yeah. So, anyways, favorite planner item? <laughs> <laughs> Izzy just wants to move on from this topic, guys. Yeah. I can go on. I, um, I cannot. <laughs> Uh, my favorite planner item of the week are these die-cut stickers I got from the Smush Peach. Because she hand-drew a couple of the drag queens from RuPaul's Drag Race. And they were super cute. <laughs> and they are freaking adorable. So I got um, one of Trixie Mattel um, in her All-Stars 3 look. Two of Katya from All-Stars 3. Mm-hmm. And one of, who's lost my dog? Where is it? I'm looking. Ugh. Oh, one of Ben de la Creme in Austria's 3. There you go. I think I'm going to laminate these. I don't know what I'm going to do with them past that. But they're the freaking cutest things ever. They're super, super well done. And um, she just came out with. Some from Miss Cracker, who's from the current season, and one of Bianca Del Rio, everyone's favorite all, uh, drag race winner. My 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 favorite for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, Shira, do you have a favorite planner item? I do. So I just recently got my um, Simply Gilded sub box, mm-hmm. <laughs> and my favorite is not the washi. What? Surprisingly, if it's not your favorite, I'll take it. <laughs> I'm actually probably going to get rid of it relatively soon. But then again, I've been de-stashing things to make up for the money that I've spent on all of the planner supplies I've been buying lately. <laughs> but I... Well, if you decide, let me know. <laughs> I absolutely love the pen in it. So they have a... It looks like just a regular pen. It's one of those annoying ones where you can't put the cap back on the pen while you're writing. Is it because it has something else on top of it? No, it's there? because it's just shaped. Uh, like, exactly the same way, and it just doesn't fit on top. Mm-hmm. But it has this really beautiful gel ink in it. I thought I was going to get rid of it until mm-hmm. it wrote, and it was awesome. I used it in my most recent Plan With Me on my channel as well. Loved it so much. It writes so nicely. Um, I think it's really similar to pens that Via Beautiful does. Via Beautiful? Yeah. So it's really similar to those. And I think Paper Panda does a similar pen as well. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was actually started watching that plan with me while I was in bed trying to fall asleep, so I didn't actually get very far in it because I passed out. Mm. I do that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you you can know you have a very soothing voice. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone on the podcast would know because they'd be listening to my voice and then right falling now. falling asleep, I hope people aren't falling asleep. <laughs> 
Let's hope not. Well, no, I think we interrupted every now and then with, with my laughter, with your us laughter. Dying laughter, and talking about serial killers. Yay! No, let's go. Let's go back to my. I can talk about my favorite. Planner, planner, favorite items. Whatever. What? What? What were they called? What were they called? The planner faves. Sure. My favorite planner item, item of the week. Yeah, my favorite planner item of the week is. Um, I'm not doing this because you're on here. It's just it's my favorite. Um, you're not catering to. I'm not, and and the reason I'm not is because these are these are stickers that I actually when she first opened up, I think it was maybe like a month or two, or so ago, like month or two after she had opened, I had asked her, hey. Um, would you be able to make these types of stickers? I was asking for quarter box stickers with the different words on there. Mm -hmm. And the ones that I preferred were meeting, work, appointment, and important. Mm -hmm. I think meeting and work were the first ones. And then Mm -hmm. I I liked the appointment and the important. But um, obviously those have evolved since then. But those are still my most favorites. And then I have to throw in the to-dos because, I, as you can see in my my sticker sheet, they're almost all, it's a good half of them are gone. And so these are my my absolute faves. I think I, whenever I place an order, I think I order two of each. At least two. Yeah. Well, because you have yeah. to stock up with stuff you use all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And especially, like, if it's the work sh- stickers and I'm putting in my work days, it's enough for, what, maybe two and a half weeks? One, two, three, four, five, 16. six. Yeah, 16, so it's two and a half weeks. No, three weeks? Three weeks in a day. Yeah. See, like, I have the work ones, and I use them on days where my work schedule isn't what it normally is. Right. It's just the variation, yeah. Yeah. So you don't use it as often as you would. Mm-hmm. Well, I put it because I need to track where I'm going. Oh. Um, that's why I have to have the box, because my schedule is the same where whether I'm... Well, not necessarily. It's it's it varies from place to place. Right. So, um, I need I need to be able to write that and mark that down. Um, I do add in like other things, and I have a separate book insert for my for like my work schedule. But every now and then, I like to see it in my my spread. Mm-hmm. So having those boxes in there helps a lot. And then, I just love the way she writes to do. So, it's better than the way I would have written it. <laughs> but but I've been practicing. <laughs> that's what I want to hear. <laughs> um, uh, not this week. I didn't practice this week in writing the word to do. But I did write it on my clipboard when I was writing my weekly to dos at work. I tend to like on Mondays I'll write my week to dos, and then I'll transcribe them into my planner, and then I have a cute sticker for my planner. Oh. <laughs> oh. My, my kids will come up to me. They'll look at my clipboard and, what is this, Miss Izzy? I'm like, it's my to-do list. They're like, why do you have your to-do list on your clipboard? Because it's my clipboard. It's <laughs> your problem. <laughs> Children. Children, yes. That, that concludes yeah. our episode. Have a great week. Hope you have an awesome one. Hope you guys, if you start lettering, that you get lots of practice in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Party hard. Practice always. Let me know if anyone else is into serial killers, too. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. 
See you next week, planner addicts. We wish you planner peace and no hangovers. Don't forget to follow us at Washi Wine Repeat on Instagram and Facebook. P.S. Just because Izzy and I are enjoying a couple glasses of wine in the comfort and safety of my home does not mean that we condone excessive drinking. We wouldn't judge if you had some sort of other beverage. We just want us all to enjoy some time together.